Welcome back to Mortgage Anonymous Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you're from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, welcome back, everyone. Uh, today's headliner topic, I'm going to talk about details of the foreign buyer ban in Canada. But before we begin, here's what's on my mind this week. So the Labour Force survey was released early this morning for uh, December, and the numbers are way stronger than expected. Um, I'm not sure what was expected what these initial numbers were expected, but the actual figure was 104,000, as in 104,000 new jobs were created in Canada. Now, any normal human being would probably conclude that this is a good thing. Of course, more jobs, like that's great, more people employed. But of course, you know, in today's uh, weird, confusing, frustrating environment, we have this big, stupid thing called inflation, and it's not a good thing for inflation. Um, but, uh, it is, it is what it is. So basically this is a signal that pretty much solidifies another rate hike. Uh, you can bet on it. Uh, the next scheduled interest rate hike for Canada, the bank of Canada scheduled announcement date is January the 25th. And this is going to be the first scheduled bank of Canada announcement of 2023. And remember there are eight of them. So, um, mark it on your calendar. Uh, January 25th, expect prime rate to shoot up um, definitely for 25 basis points. Uh, hopefully not more, but it's looking right now 25 basis points. So that'll put prime rate up to 6.7% from 6.45, what it is today. The same trend played out in the U.S. Uh, where their their employment rose to 223,000 uh, new jobs in the U.S., and their unemployment rate fell to a five-decade low of 3.5%, um, which, by the way, compared to Canada as well, we're, we're essentially at a 50-year low for our unemployment rate as well. Uh, we're at 5%. The actual 50-year low is 4.9%, so we're, we're right there. Um, so, yeah, really strange. You know, you'd think this is cause for celebration, employment, such a good thing. Everyone's employed, but yeah, kind of sucks for inflation. Uh, so that's that. Um, in other interest rate news, fixed rates, I'm talking here, um, there's been some movement with shorter term interest rates. And I'm talking about the two to three year fixed rate. Um, and this is because of that inverted yield thing that's going on and i talked about this a few weeks ago a couple of podcasts ago uh we're in an environment where longer term interest rates are cheaper than short term rates and this typically means that a recession is brewing uh a recession incoming so two to three year rates are as high as 5.89 percent um, is high as 5.89. You can find some lower, but you can find five-year fixed rates in the 4.79 to 5.34% range, depending on your loan-to-value ratio. So give me a call and let's have a chat and get you the most perfect term and discounted rate we can possibly find on the market. Call me or text me at 604-800-9593. 
I'm going to introduce a new segment to this podcast, and I'm going to call it Here's What's on My Desk This Week. And basically, just going to skim the applications, of course, not all of them and not complete detail, personal detail, just a summary kind of details on these applications that have come across my desk over the past week, um, just to give you an idea of what's out there and what's getting done. Uh, for far too long and, and constantly, like forever, I, I have people tell me that they had no idea they can do this, that, or the other thing when it comes to mortgages. So this is just a taster for you to hear what kind of applications cross my desk, and more importantly, how they get approved and funded. And also, you know, I, I think I think we're all sick of hearing about the higher interest rates and the pending recession and, and everything, every other looming negative event uh, that the media is constantly blasting out there. Um, so, you know, all I have to say about that is life goes on. There's a whole lot of buying and selling going on in Canada. And, and I'm going to share uh, some of the action that I have coming across my desk. Okay, so here we go. Here's what's on my desk this week. Just squeaked in a last-second purchase ahead of the foreign ban legislation that just came into play, as everyone's aware, which we'll talk about as the headliner topic for this episode. It was basically like a fourth quarter, we're down by a touchdown with 30 seconds to go type of uh, situation here. Uh, as tight as it gets. Uh, my customer only had one shot or else uh, he has to wait it out another two years because of the foreign ban. Um, so the applicant just moved to Canada from the UK, uh, only a month into the job in Canada, but still drawing an income from the UK. Uh, in fact, drawing from two income sources in the UK. Uh, so, you know, a couple of challenge points there. It's got limited tenure of employment in Canada and also the employment from abroad, um, not not acceptable by many lenders in Canada. So really tough application to do. Finally, we satisfied all those conditions. And what ended up being the ultimate challenge point for this file was the down payment verification. And a uh, little bit more to it than verifying bank statements, um, especially when you're dealing with clients from abroad. Uh, you're dealing with currency changes, exchange rates, and, and all that good stuff. So we have to show a 90-day history of the down payment proceeds, and in this case, coming from the UK. What made this so challenging was the applicant had seven bank accounts, and um, two of which included exchange accounts on any given day when he saw was a right opportunity to to change uh, to change the currency you know because everyone's looking for top dollar right so wanted to make sure some days weren't good to exchange other days were so anyhow that that was the most challenging part of this application and uh yeah seven banks bank accounts and uh, the sum of money that we had to verify in the paper trail that we had to provide, it was like mind-numbing work. Um, but anyhow, we got it done. And uh, so, you know, welcome to Canada for this applicant. And um, yeah, they were able to purchase their, their brand new home and super happy. Um, everything went well. So yeah, just released conditions on this one a couple of days ago. And there's a January 3rd, uh, sorry, January 13th funding date coming up here. 
Uh, so way to go on that one. Another application I just started this week, um, just wrapping up the details here, seeing a few of these actually over the past couple of months in their uh, newly graduated, newly minted doctors and physicians in um, in Western Canada here. So got a couple of more applications. This one, uh, a doctor coming in from a med school in the U.S., returning to their home back in Vancouver and uh, looking to make a purchase. So with doctor applications, there are programs out there from specific lenders um, that are geared and focused towards qualification for for doctors and physicians. And there are quite a few exceptions that are granted um, to certain professions and, and, you know, the medical field is one of them. So working on that application, another neat one here, um, as we see in, in Vancouver, there are many, many, many applications uh, that have been on the sideline. But this particular one, a neat one, a young couple that stumbled across an opportunity to purchase a single family home in Vancouver directly from an estate. Um, so pretty cool opportunity for these applicants. The applicants have been sitting on the sidelines for like two years now and have patiently been waiting for the right buying opportunity and hoping that this is it. So they are submitting the offer today. Hopefully it goes their way. Um, and, and like I mentioned, I have a ton of ready and able applicants that are literally sitting on the sidelines in Vancouver. It's uh, it's insane. And that's why I'm always optimistic about the Vancouver market. I see firsthand in my database, there's so much pent-up demand out there. Speaking of pent-up demand, you can now add thousands more to that bucket. Just, just before Christmas, uh, I had about 20 inquiries from my new to Canada applicants, like the first application I just talked about, you know, that guy squeaked through and he made it happen for himself. Um, but I'm talking the, the ones that didn't, the many new to Canada applicants out there. And I, I feel for them. These are people with work permits who have not yet received their permanent residency status yet. Um, for many of them, it was a last minute scramble attempt to see if they can make a purchase ahead of the uh, January 1st foreign ban implementation. Unfortunately for most of them, the timing just wasn't right. So uh, that, that was a total bummer. But I talked to a lot of them and uh, many of them are expecting their permanent residency in the next, they're hoping, 6 to 12 months. So um, not all is lost there and uh, just gives them that much more time on the sidelines to polish up on things, maybe accumulate more down payment and so on and uh, be ready. So um, I'm maintaining contact, I'd say maintaining contact with anywhere from 20 to 30 applications where people are looking to pull the trigger as soon as they get their permanent residence status. Uh, so a lot of activity going on in that segment. Um, refinances, we're doing quite a few refinances, one in particular that uh, I've just closed out this week. Uh, customer, they had a, a traditional first mortgage, you know, with the AAA lender, um, but they had a, a nasty second mortgage behind it. Um, wasn't that bad to start. Uh, the interest rate was 8%. Those are interest-only payments, uh, but it came due, or it's coming due um, in the next couple of weeks here, and the interest rate is going to renew from 8% to 13%. So I got the call a couple of weeks ago. We put together a solution, and we're going to consolidate both mortgages and, uh, and, and put them into a B lender uh, when I say B, we're talking about six to seven and a half percent right now and put them in a two, two year fixed product. 
And um, these are interesting applications, and everyone always concludes that, you know, there are major issues with the applicant's income and credit scores. That's why they're in these products. This is not always the case, and this is why um, I'm not easily swayed by all the statistics and negative stories about Canada's mortgage and real estate economy. This applicant is actually in a position of power, but needs a bridge of time. That's all they need. They simply need a bridge of time before he completes a project. The applicant completes a project uh, at which time he'll be paid a substantial amount of income. It's all about the exit strategy for these types of files. And you'd be amazed and, and inspired to hear the stories of ambition that that I hear from my applicants regarding these exit strategies. It's the part of the job, of my job, that I enjoy the most. When people tell me their plan and I get to hear their plan, um, and then I get to do my part and help them get where they want to be with financing solutions. It's the best feeling ever. Okay, so that's a wrap on the first ever Here's what's on my desk this week. And uh, I hope to bring this to you every episode. Uh, I don't think it's that tough. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna do that, make things more interesting. And I think uh, a lot of you will get so much more out of, the, uh, out of this podcast hearing these applications. Okay, let's move along and talk about today's headliner topic, details of the foreign buyer plan, uh, foreign buyer ban in Canada. Hey there, just wanted to break away from the episode to give you a little background about my brokerage and give you an idea of the team behind me that helps get your mortgage completed without a hitch and on time. The brokerage is called Home Financing Solutions and it's a franchise of the Mortgage Center, which by the way is the pioneer of mortgage brokerages in Canada, established back in 1989. Back then, things were a little different. It used to take weeks to fund a mortgage and the application process was grueling and labor intensive. But that was then and this is now. The process of getting approved and into your home or prompt access to your equity is seamless and swift. Absolutely every step of our process features the latest technology to collect, gather, adjudicate and safely store your information. The end result is speed, service and quality solutions. But we also recognize that technology is only as good as the human that is operating it. So not only will you experience the best that technology has to offer, you can also expect personalized follow-ups from Kelly and Justin, who are valuable members of my team. The three of us love what we do and continuously look forward to taking your calls and helping you accomplish your real estate goals. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593, or look me up at homefinancingsolutions.ca. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. And now, back to the episode. The Prohibition on the Purchase of Residential Property by Non-Canadians Act, also known as the Foreign Ban, came into effect on January 1st, 2023, with the final release of policy details and regulations unfolding just days before the new year, many temporary residents found themselves scrambling over the holidays wondering how the new legislation affects them. In a nutshell, the only way a temporary resident can purchase a property in Canada until January 1st, 2025, is if they have been working full-time in Canada for at least three years prior to the date of the purchase. So if you were to secure a real estate purchase today as a work permit holder, you would have, have, you would have had to have been employed already in Canada as a full-time employee since January the 6th, 2020, and declared personal income taxes. 
So there's a whole lot to unpack here. So let's get at it. Here's a look at the key points of the act and some of the notable exemptions. Effective January 1st, 2023, non-Canadians will be restricted from purchasing a residential property in Canada until January 1st, 2025. Residential property is defined as follows. A building with three homes or less, as well as parts of buildings like a semi-detached house or condominium unit. The law does not prohibit the purchase of larger buildings with multiple units. There is a minimum fine of $10,000 for any non-Canadian who knowingly assists a non-Canadian in violating the act, and the court may also order the sale of the house. Temporary residents are partially exempt from the ban, but only under the following conditions. Study permit holders can purchase a residential property as long as they have been physically present in Canada for a minimum of 244 days in each of the five calendar years preceding the year in which the purchase was made. They must also have filed income tax returns for the past five years and are restricted to a purchase that does not exceed $500,000. And that's Canadian currency, of course. Work permit holders can only purchase a residential property if they have a valid work permit and have worked full-time in Canada for at least three years within the four years preceding the year in which the purchase was made. I know, a mouthful. They must also have filed income tax returns for the three years that they worked full-time. Provincial nominees have been exempt from the more distant foreign buyer tax enacted in 2016, but unfortunately, that privilege does not extend under the prohibition on the purchase of residential property by Non-Canadians Act, the Foreign Buyer Act. Provincial nominees are not exempt from the Act and are restricted from purchasing residential properties in Canada until January 1st, 2025, or, of course, when they convert to permanent residence. The regulations actually include an ex- exception for any residential property found outside of a census metropolitan area or census agglomeration as identified in Statistics Canada Standard Geographical Classification 2021. And I have a, a link that you can click to be directed, redirected to a map that shows the census metropolitan, that shows these regions. So don't get your hopes too high, as virtually every desirable community, town, or city in Canada is uh, is bound by the foreign bound to the foreign foreign ban. This act is multifaceted and confusing. Uh, call, text, or email me, and I will send you the most informative link that I am aware of that outlines the key points uh, and is easy to understand. Uh, script. If you are a permanent resident, you are not affected by this foreign ban or by the foreign buyer tax. However, if you are a temporary resident and are wondering if you are eligible for an exemption, contact me right now to discuss your specific circumstances. Call or text me at 604-800-9593. All right, that's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you're in British Columbia or Alberta, as I'm licensed to service these specific provinces, and especially 
if you are from Vancouver or Calgary, as I'm very familiar with these markets. And of course, I welcome calls and emails from all over the world for those that are in the process of or have recently relocated or immigrated to Canada from elsewhere. Call or text me at 604-800-9593 or you can get me on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or just go ahead and link up to my website, homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgage Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.